Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Our Culture Gaming. I'm Scott, joined by Josh. Hello, Scott. Josh, my friend, this is a big old report uh, as to the viability of violence in future PlayStation games by way... Uh, well, it's written up by Joel Shockers. It originally came from GameSpark Japan, uh, an interview with um, CyberConnect 2's uh, president and CEO, Hiroshi uh, Matsuyama. Didn't want to get his name wrong. Um, nice. Talking about how um, in the, the last sort of few years, Sony have been um, saying to different developers, hey, you can't have certain scenes in games. Um, and the example that he gave um, was in the latest Naruto Ultimate series. Apparently, they weren't allowed to show the character um, Minato Namikaze losing their arm um, because they didn't want any uh, individuals with a human appearance um, mm. being decapitated or being dismembered. However, CyberConnect 2 also made Dragon Ball Z Kakarot, which recreates the scene where Nappa, the big muscly dude, loses his arm, um, which obviously Matsuyama uh, says like that's kind of like a weird uh, contradiction um but yeah apparently apparently it all centers on this whole human appearance thing um but the whole idea of sort of sony stepping in and just saying like hey we don't want this scene here we do want this thing over here and um, we were saying before recording that it's it's very reminiscent of like the devil may cry 5 censorship in western territories where yeah. they tried to censor a butt crack because they thought yeah. that was a little bit too risque but the, the butt crack was allowed to roam free in japan <laughs> that thing's fine um and also last of us 2 um that game's uh, execution animations were sort of toned down in like european territories as well so it's it's weird because it kind of feels like Sony are obviously they've made a, a bunch of different strides across last year, especially to try and be this more pronounced global brand. Like they made it so that X yeah. is the enter button in every territory, which Japanese um, the, the, the response to that in Japanese territories was they hated it. Um, but I think they're trying to sort of curate this global platform, which almost means um, catering to almost like a stereotypical exact version of what that particular region would want. Like the assumption yeah. being that hey, we should tone down the sex stuff for the Americans and we should tone down on the violent stuff for the, the Europeans and it just seems a bit weird. It is a bit weird. I just want to kind of clarify though, it was actually The Last of Us 1 that got the oh. um, the uh, the censorship in terms of the executions in right. the multiplayer, which was weird in and of itself. Like that was a few years ago. I think it's indicative of how Sony has kind of like <laughs> developed and changed as, as a company has taken these games on a kind of case by case basis. Because in, mm -hmm. in that um, example, it was the fact that in Europe, the dismemberment and the kind of horrific kind of mutilation of characters in the single player, like that was fine. But mm -hmm. as soon as that those same animations were put in a multiplayer context, that's when issues arose. And because, at least according to the report I was reading, there were rumors that it was specifically due to the German censor board, which has been quite restrictive in the past, but because okay. Sony, at least back then, 
um, rated their games by region and not by individual companies. It just meant that all of Europe got the same version, which was the censored version, which got a lot of people being like, well, why? Like, why, mm. why, why do you do this this way? Why is everyone got this censored version now in, in, the, in European countries and not just the one censor board that had a problem with it? Mm. And yeah, you are right. I think, I wonder whether it is just kind of like this weird flattening of this globalization of the brand where they're trying to just kind of like generalize and go into like, I don't know, just like you said, like the DMC five butt thing. Like, I don't want to be here <laughs> arguing that we need more butts in video games. But no. even like the way they went about it was kind of weird because it was just like, the scene was still in there, but they just threw mm. up a lens flare, like you said. So it's, it's it didn't even like lose much really. It's not like no. the content or the context of the scene was changed because I know they have been making a lot of strides in how they want you, you know, um, portray female characters in games, which I think ultimately is a good thing. You know, they mm. want to be wary about potential sexism in games and they want to kind of move away from any depictions of, you know, underage sexualization and stuff like that. Mm. But throwing up like a lens flare is not like solving <laughs> that particular problem. It's just kind of no. putting a. If anything, if 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 anything, it's just like putting a bandaid over it. It's kind of like, well, what's the point then? What's the point in just well, throwing this kind of like half-assed version of it up? You know. Mm-hmm. That was the whole thing with GMC Five. Like I like adore that game and I like reviewed it. I think I gave it four and a half stars. I knocked off half a star because throughout that game's story, like its general portrayal of women doesn't come across very strongly yeah. at all. They're sort of just half naked. Um, set props like thrown to the side which is a whole other conversation but um, because that's obviously a bigger fix than something that would be like you know in the realms of like censorship but like that's kind of the question is do we because basically a lot of this also um, you know one thing to mention is that um, the changes that Sony sort of mentioned it also goes in line with Japan's uh, computer entertainment ratings organization uh, CERO or CERO um, which I guess like is kind of their version of like the ESRB or the BBFC or one of those ratings boards um, that says like look this game isn't going to go to retail unless you make these changes and they're the zero of the board that enforce those things yeah. um, and so like the dual shockers report says like well we don't know if this is going to be the case where you know different games are going to be censored outside of japan as well and um, but obviously that's why i brought in the devil may cry 5 thing and um, because you are getting what is ostensibly the same game code with very minor edits based on region um, yeah. and whether or not that annoys you like you know as, as an individual like for me it's just like well do whatever like make whatever the game is that you i just because like make whatever you want and then it's like yeah if you need to censor it for the sake of you know taste like i understand that there's obviously going to be some things that are just ridiculous and um, yeah. the go-to thing is the swath of balloon boobed samurai games <laughs> just all over eastern territories um it's just fine for them to exist in the west but i think that that stuff tends to be held up as like you know like uh, really annoyed fanboys going well we want our oversized balloon women and it's yeah. like that can be allowed to exist i understand that <laughs> Um, but it's like that whole idea of like, why can't we just get the the what exactly what the creator wants to put out? Like that was always something that Yoko Taro was talking about with yeah. like Nier Automata as well and things like that. And I think you know you, you make a good point in that Jewel Shocker's article and in the I think it was a reset era thread as well. You know they were talking mm. about how the Japanese censor board kind of. Sony went above and beyond what they had to um, change to get that approved for the age rating they wanted, you know what I mean? So it wasn't mm-hmm. just like these individual sensor boards are coming, like as they have always done and being like, look, can you make an edit here? Can you change this? Can you remove this drug reference? Can you do this and that? Mm-hmm. It's the fact that like, Sony's 
um, taken that on board and then made extra edits on top of it. I think that's what's gotten people kind of talking and a little bit worried because it's like, well, what are their standards? And I think if they just came out and made it clear, like, this is what we stand for, this is what we want, because ultimately, like, it's their platform. It's, it's, the, it's the games that they want to curate in their platform. Ultimately, they have final say. We've got other places to play these titles on the Switch, on the Xbox, PC, or whatever. But at the same time, it's like they're not entirely laying it out what what the guidelines are, what the rules are, quote-unquote, and the fact that it is changing on a game-by-game game basis and seemingly whoever looks at it, that's when it kind of becomes weird because it's, it's a double-edged sword, right? You know, again, going back to, like, the DMZ thing, on the one hand, advocating for this butt to be shown is not a hill I want to die on, but then at the same time... <laughs> It's such a minor and strange thing that it's almost like, why is Sony also trying to, like, dying on this hill as well? Yeah. You know what I mean? It's kind of like, a, it's a strange... But, like, as is the case with, like... scenario, man. Yeah, it's like, as is the case with anything, though. Like, obviously, like, it makes it this weird, stupid thing to talk about in regards to saying, well, I want the butt crack in the game. But it's obviously <laughs> not that. It's the principle of it. It's the principality of censoring something like that for a Western audience, implicating that, like, oh, a Western audience can't handle this, or they would be somehow yeah. be corrupted if, God forbid, they saw an arse crack in the middle of Devil May Cry. And I think I, I can get that. I mean, it's like, you know, you look back at all, all sorts of different censorship in media history and film history, TV history, and gaming history, um, and nine times out of ten, like, it, it just results in uh, creator's vision getting put out there eventually, like whether it's a director's cut of something or whatever. Um, and just, you know, the, the fault is always going to lie with the individual, with various other sort of influences, whether it be like parents or like the upbringing, whatever it is, it's not going to be the the entertainment product that corrupts the youth, which tends yeah, to be the yeah. thing that, you know, always gets held up as like, oh my God, won't somebody think of the children, there's a bum in Devil May Cry. Like, yeah, I just I, tend I, to think that, you know, it, it needs to, whatever someone wants to make needs to be able to get out there within some realms of decency. Yeah, I know what you mean. I think for me, the most interesting part of this whole thing isn't necessarily just the censorship itself. It's how it mm. feeds into how, like you were saying at the start, how Sony's kind of restructured itself over the past decade, you know, in general, like there was a big thing, a big push towards, like I said, like this almost unification of the brand across different cultures, across different countries. Like mm. there was a, t they, were, they mentioned that their, you know, marketing strategies in, in, in the West or in Europe or whatever were going to be more or less the same, which kind of like lost that regional flair, which we've talked about before. Like we've talked about like the history of um, UK specific PlayStation marketing and advertisements for instance and I feel mm -hmm. like we kind of like lost that um, I don't know like the subtle differences that make PlayStation as a brand kind of feel a bit more personal and feel a yeah. bit more um, I don't know feel a bit like something that's more tied to your own identity and old culture or whatever and yeah mm -hmm. when you get like these kind of sweeping things like you said where it's like this this thing is allowed here you know we're allowed to show the intensely gory mutilations and glass going into the eyes of characters in the last of us part two but if you have this game in japan that shows someone you know without an arm or getting their arm removed that's suddenly something that you know sony is like no that's that's too much mm -hmm. and it's like where do these kind of like contradictions end and how much do they influence each other? I have no answers for this topic, by the way. I <laughs> want to make this specifically clear. I just find it fascinating that as the years have gone on, um, Sony just like kind of continues to do it. And even though there has been potentially some pushback, they haven't really clarified, you know, their intentions really at all. 
Well, yeah, I mean, it's definitely, I mean, it's Taylor's oldest time in regards to, like like I said, media censorship, and it's not like video games are any stranger to this thing either. Um, their approach seems to be splitting versions based on region now. Like you said, there was that example of The Last of Us where, like, the Germans rating board um, affected all of the European distribution of that game, the version of the game that we got. Um, as opposed to DMC5, it's a different version in America versus the one that's out in Japan. Um, and it's also worth, like, sort of throwing in here, we did this in another video, um, but, like, the PlayStation 5 is not selling very well in Japan. Like, the general <laughs> reaction yeah. to Sony becoming more globalized and less like you know japan centric or like i said things like changing the the enter button from circle to x and things like that um the general perception of sony playstation in japan right now is pretty sour and the prediction if it continues for the, continues for the next few years is that it'll sell less than half of what the ps4 has sold so there's a lot of there's a whole other wider factor into how um, sony are being perceived in japan as well um before the likes of censorship and different versions of games come into it um so yeah let us know what you think down in the comments below do you get all riled up about censorship stuff um or do you not do yeah, that much, I guess, depending on whatever they decide to do. For now, I've been Scott from WhatCulture.com. I mean, Josh from WhatCulture.com. And we'll catch you next time. Bye. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.